Welcome to the Might Sound Wild podcast. I'm Ron Wayne Scott. And I'm April Loyal. And we have, we, we have pretty much have our whole crew here today because we are at Little Arrow Outdoor Resort in Townsend, Tennessee. And we are hosting our Might Sound Wild photographer retreat. And we got all of our core team here. Uh, I'll let you uh, introduce everybody as you get to them. But first of all, uh, explain what we're doing this week. We're kind of calling it speed round. So we have all of these creatives together and they're all like have their own expertise. So we're like, if we're all going to be in the same place, we've got to get them in front of the mic for three to five minutes. We're literally going to run a clock on them so that they have just a few minutes to talk about their perspective topics. And some of them are a little nervous because they, they've never been on a podcast. They're doing before. the nervous dance outside they, of the they, tall they they right ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, I guess we're going to start with Brittany Rush. Yeah. Brittany's our office manager. You guys have heard from her before talking about like customer service and those kinds of good things that she does but what we've been noticing over the weekend is Brittany is so fluent in explaining just basic camera settings like manual settings we had now we we do have uh, we have photographers of all skill levels here at this retreat mm-hmm. and yesterday we were on our way out to Cades Cove and it just so happened that Brittany and some of the some of the beginner photographers were in the back of my truck and these guys, they, they got the ultimate bonus content <laughs> because Brittany gave them the whole introduction to photography course. I sort of, just, on accident. <laughs> just between, just in the time it took to drive from Little Arrow out to Cades Cove in the National Park. She gave them a whole so she's crash gonna course be in the hot seat on now photography. Woo! No pressure. But Brittany, first of all, how long have you been shooting? Because I think that's why it comes so natural. You've been doing this a while. Almost 20 years. See? You know, that's it right there. Yeah, it's been a long time. But But she's only 30. (laughs) That's right. That's right. I started really young. Uh, No, I started in college. And because I am not 22 now, I learned to shoot on a film camera years ago. And then I transitioned into digital. Um, And I've I've been around the block doing it for a long time. And so there was a time when I was a very new beginner. And one of Colette and I have talked a lot this weekend about fake it till you make it. And that's a thing in all worlds. Uh, but especially creativity. Fun, funny story before we get into Brittany's three minutes. Uh, Brittany and I knew each other way back before she started working Years for ago. Shore Shooters. <laughs> way back before Shore Shooters became what it is today, when yep. it was just me. Just a bunch of old people hanging yeah, out. Yeah, it was just Brittany, us at the beach. <laughs> Brittany and I used to always shoot at the same beach, and mm-hmm. we used to run into each other at the beach all the time, and we would we would sit at the beach and talk while we were waiting on our clients to show up. Right. And then one day she just disappeared, and you <laughs> moved off to another state. I moved away. And then, and then a few years later, April came to me, and said hey there's this girl named Brittany Rush that wants to shoot for us and I was like oh I remember her uh, I used my, to talk to her at the beach it was all my time. favorite when I showed up to meet with you guys and I'm like Ron of course Ron yes <laughs> hi yeah. so anyway I'll let you get into your three minutes with Brittany all right Brittany you got three to five minutes I'm gonna just ask you if you were to explain manual settings why they do and do not work and how they can work for you because people overcomplicate this always let's let's just hear it what would you say to someone who's kind of like just getting started. My advice is always don't be afraid to shoot in manual. If you're not shooting with your camera on that little M button, you're probably not doing it right. Or you're probably frustrated that you can't get what you see in your head out on your camera screen or on your computer. So switch it to manual and and give it your best give it your best shot. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's some good advice. Yeah. Give so it, let's see. Don't be how scared. Do, how do we start? So to shoot in manual, you want to learn three things. And it's really 
people are scared of it because it seems scary. You have to do all the things. Um, first of all, you want to leave your, your lens itself to autofocus. You don't have to actually manually adjust your lens every time you want to focus a shot. Leave that part on auto. The rest of your camera settings, you want to learn three things. You want to learn what your ISO does. You want to learn what aperture is. And you need to understand shutter speed. Okay, so go ahead and talk about aperture a little bit to where people know that it's the... What it I is? I think people confuse like... The aperture and shutter and speed. Yes. That. So your aperture is your f-stop. Um, there's there's so many different ways to use your f-stop. It doesn't affect your picture quality in a way of grain or not grain. And I think people are afraid to do that. That doesn't affect the the quality of the photo. What it does is affect your depth of field. If you maybe want. people also don't um, to interject. Sure. Know that their lens is where they get their f-stop. Your lens is yeah, yeah. what's so in your what your f-stop is. People don't know that for some reason. Right. So. If you have different kinds of lenses, the generally. Uh, the fancier the lens, the more expensive it is, the lower your f-stop will go. The lower your f-stop is, the shorter your depth of field. For instance, if you're doing detail shots at a wedding and you want to focus on just the bride's earring or just the tip top of their wedding rings, you want a really low f-stop. You want to set that at 1.4 or 1.8. And at 1.8, you're going to have just that exact plane of field in in focus. But it's doing another thing too, right? It's letting a it's lot, letting a of, lot light of light come in. So at that, you have to watch your shutter speed in connection with your f-stop those kind of go together you can't adjust one without usually adjusting the other to make sure that you're getting the right amount of light in um, and i think what happens with new photographers is the only thing they know how to do is change their iso um, and that's the worst thing you can do first because mm -hmm. that's going to affect your picture quality it's the like most. the last resort yeah it's the last resort don't change your iso if you don't have to so learning that with a low f-stop um i think for what what i do in in work a lot and with our with some of our companies we we want to teach photographers how to really shoot with a portrait feel to what they're doing. Um, and your f-stop is going to be the most important part of that. If your f-stop's on 10 or 12 or crazy high, um, you're getting everything that you see in your camera in focus. And if you're trying to shoot landscape, that's great. But if you want people in focus, um, lower f-stop. And it's definitely not the look that a professional's no. like looking for. You know, it's going to look more like a cell phone picture exactly. and people can take that on their own. Um, yeah. And whereas now they can they can do it on their own with portrait mode too. So you need to know how to do that in your camera uh, on purpose. Do it mm -hmm. on purpose so that you're understanding what's in focus, where and how. Okay, and so we've got number one. Number one, one is f-stop. Number two okay. is your shutter speed. You want to make sure your shutter speed matches. And that's really a stylistic thing, I think, in my opinion. It, your shutter speed in connection with your f-stop to make sure that you get are you shooting dark and moody? Do you want it to be light and airy? Exactly. And you, this is where you get your own style. It's your own style comes from mm -hmm. that, basically, yes. So my advice to new photographers is always, um, if you're doing anything with portraits, is to set your f-stop to 2.8, set your ISO to 100. Tell them why. Tell the people why. Tell the people why. Don't jack that ISO up if you don't have to because it's going to add grain. And um, also they don't want it on auto because they don't want the camera to determine. Exactly. If, the camera did, if you have your camera set on auto, it's going to auto pick what it thinks mm -hmm. your f your 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 iso should be and it's not always right the machine is not smarter than you go that's trust right. your that's gut right. so keep your iso as low as you can as long as you can um and so the reason you want to do that um is so that you, so that if you want grain in your photos later you add it on purpose you make mm -hmm. that an intentional intentional as opposed to using Affecting ISO the actual as quality. a way to actually affect yeah. the quality uh, to adjust your light so uh, my advice to when you're starting out is if you set your f-stop uh, to 2.8 and set your ISO to 100, the only thing you have to worry about during an outdoor natural light shoot 
is your shutter speed. Perfect. Oh, my gosh. She just nailed it in four minutes and 37 seconds. Boom. <laughs> Bring it on. Who's next? Yes. You know, same, same thing I said when we talked to Brittany and Walt last week about customer service. We could make a whole other episode of this. Yeah. Clearly, uh, yeah, we I'll could talk for days. That was such a good start to this. So yeah. Great. Thank Brittany. you, Brittany. Absolutely. And, Thanks uh, for letting me talk. All right. So so let's see. Who, who are we going to call in here next? I think we're going to have Colette come. We've also had Colette. We have, we have talked to Colette before. She has been on the podcast before. And this weekend for a retreat, Colette is our photography educator. And she kicked it off yesterday with an absolute wonderful course yeah, nailed on it. photography. It was very informative. We had so much fun. So last time we had Colette on, she was, um, <laughs> we were like, she was in Oregon. We were in my little office, and it was kind we of were. weird hiccups with the internet. Now she's here in person. So. It's, it's great to have you here in person. Yeah, with no, us. I'm happy to we be don't back. Get to, since since you moved way out west, we we just don't get to see you as much as we used to, and we we all miss you. I know. I miss being close by to the the short shooters of Mountain Escape fam. Yeah. 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 So um, I feel like if you want to listen to more of Colette's expert you know her advice what she's been through her experience you can check out our episode with her before because yes. she goes into great detail about go back, posing go back a few weeks and you'll find uh, the episode with colette yeah so instead of doing that again this week we decided that since colette has lived in a few places and then more specifically she was already you know in alabama on the coast and gulf shores she had like you know built her reputation her clientele also worked with us for shore shooters and then she took a huge leap moving to Portland. And I just thought it would be helpful to kind of use your few minutes to talk about what you did. And I know you're still doing, yeah. not trying to yeah. put you in a position that yeah, says yeah, you're, yeah. but what you're still actively doing to create, kind of start over and create right. like that reputation again and reach out to people and stuff like that. So give me a second because I want to start the clock to yeah, be fair go for to it. everyone <laughs> with your little three to five minutes. Okay. Let's um. So just kind of your best advice and okay. your own experience, yeah. what to do, what not to do, kind of stuff. Sure. Our, sure. Nope. Just kidding. Hold on. <laughs> okay. April is. Uh, April's got to reset the clock, the clock here. Here we I go. Guess here we go. And boom. There we okay. go. Yeah. I mean, I would say first and foremost, something that is probably a given and that we already always do on a daily basis is utilizing Instagram, um, finding people in your area who are in the same line of work as you. For instance, weddings, you know, you find people, vendors, florists, makeup artists, who are in the same, who share the same vision as you, um, just getting connected with them. And it also helps when it's someone who's potentially in the same area of life and area of business as you are. Um, you just kind of tend to share the same passion, same drive where you're like, we're trying to get to a certain place in our business. And then you find someone you can link arms with. Um, that's a big, a so big are you thing. saying maybe not someone who's like quite as, yeah, I would say not established, but like so far on their way that, I mean, I would say established is, would be the correct word because I know for me, I, I got connected with people who had recently moved to the Portland area, like pretty much around the same time I did. And that was just really neat. And we were both like, yeah, like we have the same drive and ambition um, right now in this season of life. So let's mm -hmm. utilize that Love together that. and let's run with it. And um, I would say setting up as many styled shoots as you can. And I know I mentioned weddings. Um, I'm 
kind of leaving the wedding industry and going into more fashion and editorial. So that's what I've been doing. And the funny thing is that I've seen other vendors, makeup artists, florists, kind of come out of that, out of the wedding industry. And they're like, hey, Colette's doing fashion and editorial work. I want to do that. So, so you're I've, still so you're still kind of networking with the same people. Absolutely. That's yeah. Great. And cool. people are kind of making a switch in their line of work. And it, it's just been really cool to see what, what everyone can do. And um, yeah, I would say... Styled shoots are it. Um, fit them into your schedule as much as you can. Okay, so shoot, shoot, shoot. Yes. You know, tag, 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 network. Network for um, sure. You, you got a good, like, 40 seconds if you have any more little yeah. advice, any pieces. Um, yeah, okay, so I would say something to always remember is that there's always a photography community in every city. And it's smaller and more inclusive than you probably think. There's room for everyone and i know that's such a cliche thing to say but it's so true mm -hmm. there's room for everyone the community is so welcoming and so inclusive i don't be so intimidated guarantee you yeah absolutely absolutely yeah okay i get it she did it she made she it to three it. minutes <laughs> oh wow thanks for having three me minutes. back guys happy to be here yeah, yeah and uh <laughs> you know we uh maybe uh maybe sharing some of colette's uh wisdom from her talks here at the retreat yeah. in the future so stay tuned for some of that and uh might be popping up on the might sound wild website somewhere down the road so thank you colette for being here everybody has really appreciated uh having you here and you sharing your knowledge with us this weekend it's been um a great pleasure bring me next time absolutely it'll be my <laughs> stowaway <laughs> okay all right. so there we go all right so now we need to bring in the two that are dreading it the of, most kind of nervous <laughs> about being on the podcast we have our uh, our might sound wild editing team, mm -hmm. Jaylee and Michelle. Yes. So Jaylee, Michelle, the reason that we have them here is they're not just regular editors. Like <laughs> we all edit our own work, but these people kind of speed they're the, edit. They're the super <laughs> editors. Yes. So they edit just to give a little background. They edit for both of our companies, Mountain Escape and Shore Shooters that we talk about all the time on here. And they are Okay, I'm not even going to try to get the numbers right for how many you do a day in a peak lot. season. <laughs> so they they see it all. They they have to, like, get this stuff out fast and still quality. And, and they're not just editing one photographer's work. Exactly. I mean, we're talking about these two, and, and they do have one other helper that we're just mm. sort of getting started, but it's primarily these two, Jaylee and Michelle right now. Not just editing one person's like work. Like 50 to 60 50 people between the two of them. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's, it's Every a, day. It's a lot of people. <laughs> okay, so Jaylee, Michelle, both of y'all take turns to say hello so we can get your voices right. Jaylee, go. Hi, I'm Jaylee. I'm Michelle. Okay, good. There we got it. It's so hard when there's so many people on a podcast. You're like, which one? Okay, so I'm just going to ask you guys. I'm going to set your little timer. Yours might have to be a little longer since there's two of you. Three to five is, you know, we'll cap off at the five. But mostly I want to ask you guys... Before, so I, I heard Brittany talking about settings a lot, and I know that you guys are, could dive into that too, just because that's the biggest takeaway. But um, so how would you advise someone? Because I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just getting started, and um, there's so much about editing I don't understand. So Lightroom, like I just don't understand the fundamentals of it. Do you have like, I, I know it's going to get in detail, but do you have one large piece of advice at first that's like, this is the number one thing that you need to try to do? 
first off. I as would, yeah, I would say definitely. Um, Jaylee and I both, I know, agree on this. Nail it in camera. Be be confident in your settings. Be intentional in what you're shooting. Um, being able to do that is going to make it so much easier in the long run for you to be able to get that image to look like what you intended, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Get it right in the camera. Yeah. Yes. Jaylee? <laughs> um, I would say phone a friend if you can. I really feel like I learned a lot from my peers and finding other people that you really like the way they edit or like the way they shoot. Um, it just yeah. yeah. Just don't be afraid to call somebody like up that. and say, yeah, "Hey, I like love your humble, I love your humble. editing style. Can you share some advice <laughs> yeah. with me?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you got, I'll just ask a little bit more about that then, because I know Brittany was kind of telling us the fast-paced version of how to get it right in the camera. But Michelle, you also said be intentional with mm-hmm. what you're shooting. Yes. Um, and as far as that goes, I mean, um, just try to keep your shot count low. You know, if, if you're shooting and you know that the light isn't perfect or the pose isn't right or you, you need to stop for a second um, instead of just continuously shooting something that you know isn't exactly what you want. It's the rapid totally, fire. Yes, don't rapid fire. Just take the time. Stop a second. It's okay to say, I don't like what this looks like right now, guys. Let's take a minute and mm-hmm. regroup. And you can even, you know, take a few test shots with your settings out there. Try to look at your screen if, if you can see out in the bright sun. Um, and make sure that what you're doing is what you have intended that image to look like instead of just kind of rapid fire snapping. That like is you so said. good because I remember <laughs> being so nervous in the beginning and thinking it's I had hard. to keep shooting yeah. before I could figure out what I was doing wrong. So that's great advice. Yes. Love that. Um, Jaylee, do you have anything to say about, like, the intentional part of? Um, Yeah, I was going to say the biggest thing I learned was um, it's okay to tell your clients they're going to respect you more if you say, hey, I don't like this pose, rather than making them think that what they say is okay and say, you know, okay, well, the light's not great right here. It's okay to move. It's okay to Mm -hmm. stop and slow down and don't feel like you have to be constantly shooting the entire session just because you told them 45 minutes or however long your session is. Yes, exactly. That's a a mistake that a lot of photographers make. I did it for sure. They're going to keep shooting no matter what Mm -hmm. because they feel like it's embarrassing to say, hold on, I got to, got to adjust some settings here. Okay. So I'm going to resume your last like two, two and a half minutes to kind of get away from like that Mm -hmm. part of the setting thing and then be like, I know for sure shooters in Mountain Escape even, and they're a little different, that we've like tried to go for a certain vibe, right? And yes. then in your own work, you go for a certain yes. vibe. Like you've got, so so what's the, what's some advice for people who are trying to find their style, that consistency that they're trying, they're looking for? Um, is there any like Lightroom, <laughs> like <laughs> tricks? I feel like you could just keep going and going and going, but I, I know, know that there's yeah. stuff that you can say to people that are like, I just don't know. I don't, so before I start your time, I'll say, I remember in the beginning, I kept overthinking how I wanted my stuff to look. Yeah. And I could, like, look to people that I admired and be like, well, obviously, they, like, all sell presets and they all have that. But it wasn't, that wasn't doing it. Like, just putting someone's preset on my work wasn't making my work look like theirs. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to. So, when you guys are, like, editing for yourself versus short shooters outside of presets, like, that's just a good jumping off point. But, like, what are you guys doing image to image to kind of, like, I don't know, get rid of all the blue that you see in shore shooters like too much Mm -hmm. sometimes or do you guys have any little tricks that you could help people on their way um i would say my biggest thing 
is gonna be I guess this all depends on your editing style but for me I want to make the colors the original colors just a little bit more rich feeling so kind of going back and forth from the original to the edited and making sure you know their clothes are the same color their skin tones are the same color mm -hmm. you know just keeping the tones true um, you know just like it's easy to get overboard with editing and you want to do all this stuff but just keeping the trueness of everything. I love that. I, I, I really like that. Uh, good note, Jaylee. I'm like, did that make sense? <laughs> yes, um, because it's hard. You never know. You know, you might be in love with a preset that somebody else used on an image, but you put it on yours and it looks nothing like that. Exactly. You're using different gear. Your settings aren't going to be the same. Your clients aren't the same. Landscape. Um, landscape's yeah. not <laughs> the same. Different. Nothing's right. ever going to be exactly the same as somebody else's work, even if you're trying to emulate that. And that's okay. Yeah, no and, matter and no matter how okay. no matter how expensive the preset, <laughs> yes. it's not going to work. There is right. no preset that's going to work for every Everybody, photographer yeah. and every Just situation. Slapping a preset on is not going to fix all of your problems. Definitely, yes. and not. we know that from <laughs> our twenty-five inch person. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's hard to think to pay attention to like how it's changing the color of the clothes, um, different things like that. So really, for me, when we first started out, I mean, April taught me a lot. I would go through and literally kind of play with all the sliders, the mm -hmm. temperature and from pink to green and cool That's to warm. That's exactly what I was getting at. And you can get into the luminance and every little aspect Shadows. of that is going to change it in a certain way. It takes a lot of just playing with it until you're confident. And honestly, I watched a lot of YouTube for a while. Yes. Yep. There you Try, go. <laughs> trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. You guys did great. That's exactly what I was getting at. Just to wrap it up is like, I remember training you guys a little bit mm -hmm. or not training you, but like kind of going through it with you and. A couple times I would be like, I have to say out loud what's wrong or what's bothering me in an image to figure out. Yeah. I don't yes. know why that works, but being like, this is too blue literally means warm it up. <laughs> right. Yes. And you can always go back to the original. Like Jaylee said, mm -hmm. that, that was wonderful because sometimes you don't really realize how far off you've gotten from yeah. what that original <laughs> shot actually looked like. And when you click back to the original, you're like, oh, well, that is very green. Yeah, or garbage. That, yeah, that. <laughs> that skin tone looks bad. <laughs> just, yeah. So you never know. But, thank um, you guys so much. Y'all yeah. are awesome. Oh, and y'all awesome. work thank so you. hard and do so good. So <laughs> thank you for your little bits of wisdom. We might have to have you come back and do a full-blown episode. Yeah, we need day. to do we need Maybe. to do a full episode on editing. We I'll make you guys some cocktails. We just gotta, as long as you yes, give us a study. We, you, you might need to give them a little bit of wine first. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe a few glasses of wine and then they'll be, you know, they'll be ready to do a full 30 <laughs> to 45 minute episode. We love how much you know us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I know these, we know these girls very well. So thank, right, you, thank you, thank you, you both awesome. for talking with us today. And speaking of, I think this is a great time to uh, lead into uh, your free preset since we just talked about our editors and mm -hmm. talking about skin tones and clothing colors and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the most basic we have We have a, April has developed a free preset that is available for download at mightsoundwild.co. Tell them a little bit about what your preset does. It's kind of what they were describing where it doesn't get away from anything, doesn't change any colors, doesn't do anything to the hues. It, it does have a few little secrets like little luminance pops to make skin tone look really nice. It is such a basic preset, which is why it's free. Yep. But it's fun if you're if you're just wanting to like give the burst, best version of a, of a photo that's like right the original you know yeah. the best version of an original that's what it does so. and, and like we were just saying you know there's no one preset that's going to work perfect for every photographer mm -hmm. but this is a good 
starting point yeah if you're yeah. just looking for something basic to start out with so okay looks well, like we have one more guest yes i'm so excited so you guys have met matt before on the podcast if you haven't go back and listen to his episodes he, he um he co-hosted last week with uh yeah he's always Brittany around Walt. yeah he's always around he's like helping out and he's he we've interviewed him before and he's a great storyteller so that's why we're like sitting around here this weekend like look at all this talent and matt's here telling the story of our retreat like through his like the way he does it it's just Matt amazing. is video he he's getting the whole thing on video and uh mm-hmm. so we'll be sharing a lot of that through the might sound wild social media so uh be on the lookout for some really cool videos of our uh, weekend coming up soon okay matt here you're on the hot seat i'm gonna start okay. your timer you've got about three to five minutes to give it's us not enough time. oh okay so he's ready i was gonna say this sounds so vague i'm gonna be like what's your best piece of advice for telling stories but I know you've been through a lot in your like career and even in like you've done so much that at this point I feel like you've learned what works for you so yeah. that's really what this is about it's not really like a technical thing just kind of like getting into the storytelling part of it yeah so um April and I were sitting around and we were talking about uh you know what I should be talking about what I should share with you guys and and she had mentioned storytelling and so uh, I kind of want to talk about it from a, like a basic point of view where anybody with any experience or any business or, you know, can kind of tell their own story. Mm-hmm. And um, so when you're talking about storytelling, the, the main thing you need is a, a compelling character. And so like with Might Sound Wild or Shore Shooters or uh, the parent company, uh, Might Sound Wild or mm-hmm. Mountain Escape, you know, all three of those things. Uh, the main character is the business. The main character is the photographers that we have. Mm-hmm. And so um, just finding out what um, everyone wants. That's the main question you ask in storytelling is like, uh, what does your main character want? What is the goal? And how do you um, put together images or sounds if you're doing video mm-hmm. to lead someone to that goal and so like as uh this weekend telling the story of the retreat the the goal of the retreat is to create content and to learn and Mm -hmm. you know have these educational moments and so as i'm walking around looking around i'm not only trying to capture the content but like uh britney has you know and ron said earlier britney had some experiences with some photographers that kind of led to her explaining settings a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of, you know, peeking into those moments and, and capturing that and, and showing the viewer that, uh, element to kind of build up to these content moments. I get that. I, I, that kind of blew me away. So, so if someone was applying this to their own brand, um, and the, and would they, so like, so, like, a personal brand like April Loyal, okay. you know, if you were doing this by yourself on your own, mm-hmm. you would be the main character. Okay. And that's the case for a lot of photographers mm-hmm. or a lot of um, artists or creatives mm-hmm. is they are the main character in the story of their brand. And so you have to look at, you know, what is your goal? Gotcha. Is your goal to, um, you know, be an editorial photographer like Colette is doing right now? And so to tell her story would be following her on the process of getting ready for a styled shoot 
and and looking at those like moments on Pinterest and seeing even the the shots that she thought were going to be good for a certain shoot that didn't make it and asking why and and sharing those moments with your audience like hey I had this plan but these couple of things didn't really jive with what reality was that day yeah and that's helping your audience even on social media or TikTok or whatever to see where your brand is going Mm -hmm. to share those vulnerable moments of like hey I had a plan it didn't work out and this is how we had to adjust wow so just from a from a videography like standpoint seems really similar to photography or the way I approach photography and the way that you're telling that story like that process like you're saying like seeing it into the moments leading up and the Mm -hmm. why and all of that do you just because we have like a minute left do you do like a a timeline in your head or do you kind of stay more in the moment I mean honestly what I uh, do if I'm like telling a testimony like we have a couple of testimonies on the Might Sound Wild uh, YouTube channel Mm -hmm. Um, if I'm telling that story I'm going to talk to that person ahead of time and kind of get an idea of what their story is and I'm already building out in my head or even on paper like you know here's how we can introduce the character here's how we can you know the three act structure of a story like act one is character introductions act two is your conflict what are they what are they going against what's like um pushing against their uh goal okay and then act three is obviously the conclusion what happened how did it finish well you did that for <laughs> minutes and 36 seconds you you gave us some very practical that stuff. is great act that's one, great two, stuff. Three. got that's it that's great I, I do like outline that sometimes like even in an edit like i'll i'll sit down act one what do I need to say? Act two, what does it need to look like? Act three, what does it need to look like? I'm going to steal that for photography right. purposes. That sounds so. good. I mean, that's a great way. I learned a lot of that when I was in college, um, even uh, putting together photo stories. is like, how can I show in details and in pictures mm-hmm. this story happening? Love it. Yeah. But, All right. Yeah, thanks for Always having me. Always great yeah. having you. Thank you Give so much, Give us a little man. wisdom. All right. Well, we, uh, uh, the, I guess that's it. I guess that's, uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's our crew. That's all of the... Some of them. There are some other people we could have roped into this, but we didn't want to spring it on them. So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> These guys kind of didn't uh, have a choice. We really uh, appreciate all of them for uh, giving us a few minutes of their time. And uh, just want to let everybody know, if you're, if you're not here, if you didn't attend this year's retreat, you're really missing out. So make yeah. sure you follow Might Sound Wild on all of our uh, social media especially uh instagram um and find out about uh our future retreats yeah because there go ahead and will sign be up. more of these yeah for sure so come come next time yeah and uh so uh, thank you for uh listening to this week's podcast make sure you uh, uh we'd re- really appreciate it if you'd give us a rating mm-hmm. uh or uh post a comment and uh, make sure you subscribe so that way you uh, I know if you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, then a little notification will pop up on your phone every week when we uh, release a new uh, podcast. So make sure you do that so you'll get notified uh, when a new episode is out. And uh, we will uh, talk to you again next week. Yeah, see you next time. <laughs>